Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. How's it going? This is John Kelly and my good friend Jeremiah Stringer, who apparently is told that he is fine-looking man when he goes to gas stations. Well, <laughs> how'd you know about that? And we are we are here with the uh, Backpacking oh. Podcast. Uh, you excited to be back, man? Dude, I can't believe I'm here right now. Thank you for coming to my house. Oh heck yeah, man! <laughs> I mean, this is this is the famous Jeremiah Stringer Video Studio. That's what they say. I think yeah. I was thinking about calling it the green room. The green room? I don't know, because you know the walls are green. <laughs> it, that's, that's not a bad idea. It's not oh, a bad. I like it. If you got a different one, man, hit me with it. I just feel like so like official now. Like I've I've hit uh, YouTube stardom because I'm in this studio with you right now. Like you 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 just crossed the three thousand subscriber plateau recently. Yes, and I can't believe it, uh, dude. I remember. I had almost no subscribers, and I was like, I'm going to do this, uh, like, do a video a day for a month, like in December 2018. No, I remember that. I watched every one of them. Oh, man. That was the worst idea I've ever had in my entire life. You know I was a Jeremiah Stringer fanboy at that point. No. Oh, heck yeah, dude. There's no such thing. Heck yeah, bro. There's no such thing. I was was totally a Jeremiah Stringer fanboy. Do you want to know something really cool, though? Somebody uh, on my way into the gym, I can't remember his name. But uh, hopefully he's listening to this. He stopped me and said, hey, I heard the podcast. So if you're listening, next <laughs> next time if we cross fast at the gym, man, that made me feel really good. Yeah, dude. I really appreciate it. I'd love to know what his name is. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> I, don't know. I think I've seen him around there quite a bit because I go play basketball. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you like the uh, pseudo Shill Brothers setup we got going on here? I do. We're I've, almost official. Yes. If yeah. I can rip off the Shill Brothers, I know I've made it. I'll tell you, man. If if you can be anything like the Shill Brothers, then basically you have you have hit the pinnacle of, I, I would say, YouTube podcasting. I think, dude. If, have you met them? No, I'm hoping too soon. Okay, I'm well, hoping too soon. Yeah, they're super fun. I just I just went with them, me and uh, backpacking with Jason and uh, Sam. Sam, I didn't know. Yeah, him at yeah. All. Sam's the guy that's always with him, but he doesn't have a, he doesn't do the YouTube mm-hmm. thing. He's just in their videos, right? He knows how to hammock, though. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Poor Kevin laid on the ground. Oh yeah, does he have like, some kind of like back or hip problem or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I think he was just like in the process of moving. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I know. I know. Like he he did some video about it not long ago, just talking about how uh, he was having some kind of body problem, and it had to do with him sleeping in a hammock. And he actually had to go to ground. He didn't want to. He kind of reluctantly went to ground. No way. That's at least that's the rumor I heard. So I think I'm okay on the ground if I get uh, a new mattress bed. Yeah, you're not going back to ground. You got the UK, well, the pride of Kentucky, the pride of Kentucky. Man, I saw that hammock of yours, man. Dude, I, I made a mistake hammocking uh, on my most recent trip with the Shield Brothers yeah. and Jason and Sam. And basically, what I did was Andy was trying to give me some pointers on hanging my hammock. But me, being a stereotypical guy, I was like, nah, I don't know about that, Andy. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I mean, maybe, they've only been doing it for like 15 years yeah, or something. The, well, it's like my second or third night right. or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, he's been doing it forever. 
And I was like, I think those trees are a little bit too close together. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's let's do these other ones. You know, I'll hit I, the first time I was in Pennsylvania. Right? So uh, I just put out that video and I had to readjust the tarp because I was getting straight draft right under there. I think I had the tarp pitched the wrong way. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be perpendicular to the wind blowing in. Right. So the shields told me. And so I had paid no attention at all, and then I went to sleep, and the wind chill was zero degrees Fahrenheit overnight, and so my butt got a little cold. I'll tell you what I did. I got this, um, well, first of all, I just completely lost a couple of hot hands in there, so that felt better. And then I, I have a heated vest. So I saw that you had a heated vest, man. I put it under my butt and just turned it on, put 20,000 milliamp hour charger on there, yeah, and let it go all night. Worked out good. But anyway, Andy, he's like, well, these trees will still work, but, um, you know, you're perpendicular to the wind, so that's good. Your tarp's going to catch it, and you're not going to get that draft through there. He's like, but they're pretty far apart. I was like, ah, it'll be fine, man. Should have went with his advice. They might know what they're talking about. It gives you a bigger pocket, man. I don't know any of this stuff. You know what I'm talking about, (laughs) the pocket for the hammy? Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it, man. I don't – I just know that, like – there's a certain way you want your straps to hang. Yeah. And there's a certain angle you want to go with. And uh, Chad from UGQ, the way he explained it to me was like you, you put up your fingers like you're shooting a gun. Yeah. And the angle should be from your thumb to the tip of your index finger. That yeah. should be the angle of your of your straps. And that's the ideal hang for your hammock. You want to hear something really crazy about that? What's that? I'm a geometry teacher. Uh-huh. Little known fact. And that whole... Uh, like the gun shape. Yeah. So this is a 30, 60, 90 degree triangle. Uh-huh. And your thumb, let's say it's three inches long. Well, that means the distance from your thumb to the end of your pointer finger along your hand would be whatever your thumb width is times the square root of three. That would be the perfect ratio for that hammock hang strap if we're saying that it's that shape, which I've heard before. Yeah, yeah. Poor geometry. <laughs> Who thought it would be useful? Well, here's a question for you. Like, what I, By the way, if you're listening, this is a, we, we've only been around. This is only our second episode. Yeah, we're doing right more, now. though. We're going to yeah, do more. We're, we're gonna do, we might even record a couple of these tonight. I'm um, having fun, yeah. So, uh, but uh, I want to talk to you tonight about winter backpacking because oh. between last year and this year, you've had a few opportunities to get out and do some winter backpacking. Mm-hmm. Um, you had two really good opportunities recently in Pennsylvania and Ohio. Yeah. I tried to go winter backpacking in early January, but it was 60 degrees out. So <laughs> <it was like, laughs> That's okay, too. I was, it was nice. Um, but I, I was hoping you know, to get a, an overnight. I'd just gotten a zero-degree quilt from UGQ, sure. and I was wanting to use it and get out. It was, it was what I got for Christmas. Did and you so use it? Like, no, because it was too hot. It's too hot, man. I figured so you'd switch. So I had to use my Enlightened Equipment 20-degree. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't get a chance to try it out, and I really wanted to. But I am going up north here in a few weeks, and I'm gonna definitely. If it's not cold when I go on this trip, then there's not gonna be any cold left this winter. Yeah. But uh, I'll just leave it at that. I can't really say a whole lot about the trip right now because uh, it does involve some other people that I think they want to keep it kind of on the low key until uh, when the time comes to release some videos. Surprise, man! Leave it as yeah, a surprise. Yeah, leave it as it is. But uh, I am excited about that trip. Yeah. Um. But I want I want you to tell me about one. Being out there in the cold, and then and then two kind of the things you've learned along the way from uh, just what you pack, what you forgot to pack, what sure. you overpacked, um, things you would change and tweak. 
Um, I know you got a Ghost Whisperer jacket recently, and you mm-hmm. made the comment to me, you kind of wished you hadn't bought it because you said it wasn't as insulated as you had hoped. Yeah. And so just kind of tell me a little bit about this stuff. Well, first, let's go back 2018. I didn't really do any winter backpacking, I don't think. Not that I can remember, um, but this year I've had the opportunity to go a lot more. And of course, I started in October, well, not October, June of 2018. So really, winter backpacking, since I just started a few months before, wasn't in the repertoire. And I didn't right. have the right gear. Right. Know? So to keep things safe, I didn't go at all. And then this year, I've went, man, several times. That trip to Pennsylvania, I think, is either the coldest or the second coldest I've ever been on. Now, there was, what was the temperature during that trip? Well, that trip was, it was snowing like the whole way there. Jason and I, backpacking with Jason, actually got a hotel on the way, like 10, 11 p.m. I just want to say, watching you two guys, I'm a northerner. I live in Kentucky, but I yeah. grew up in like upstate New York and northern Ohio. And so icy roads and stuff <laughs> like that, I'm used to. I lived in Wisconsin for oh, four scary, years. scary, man. But watching your guys' reaction to these roads. Come on, dude, don't do me dude, like that. So cracking up because you guys were like freaking out. And you could yes. just, I'm watching Jason. I, I bet you, I mean, dude was white knuckling oh, the whole way. That, that steering wheel. Yeah, it's scary, man. In Kentucky, I don't know where you all are listening to this, but in Kentucky, you know, three inches of snow is like a state of emergency. Oh, it shuts down the whole interstate system. And nobody knows how to drive. That's the scariest part. You see jackknifed semis everywhere. You see cars turned over. And it's it starts the phenomenon we know as the milk sandwich. The milk where sandwich, everybody's man. Up every loaf of bread and every gallon of milk in the grocery oh store. So if, you, if you're if you somewhere that gets hurricanes and you know how like uh, ev- like the grocery stores are completely wiped, you know, you're expecting flooding, you're, you're boarding up windows, you got sandbags at the doors, that's what the grocery store looks like? Okay, let there be forecast five inches of snow, you know, anywhere below Indiana, and you better believe you're going to be getting some milk sandwiches. All the I don't know what what the deal is with anybody. Anyway, I'm off topic now. Well, but you're asking, right. Like the milk sandwich is synonymous with snow in the state of Kentucky. Yes, I, I don't bet, know. I bet Jason Waugh makes a mean milk sandwich. I guarantee it. All you need is a little bread and milk. That's right, man. <laughs> but, I, bet, I bet he takes him. I take. I bet he takes some winter backpacking with him. That's his meal in the mornings. He has a milk sandwich. <laughs> no steak every time. Just milk. <laughs> so, the the whole winter backpacking scene. I hopped on the bandwagon this year. Last year, I think, here's a little story for you, okay? So I was supposed to go backpacking with um, my wife, Bridget, and Kristen and Kevin, who we did the Foothills Trail with. And we we ended up supposed to be going to Red River Gorge, and it was a winter trip. And then they changed the forecast. Like, the forecast is updated, and they were forecasting like 40, 45 degrees and rain all day the day that we were going to start backpacking. And then the next day, like overnight, the temperatures are supposed to drop to 15 degrees. Oh. So what happens is every you're soaking wet, everything freezes. Like my pants were frozen stiff. I don't know what I was thinking. Complete rookie mode, I guess. And that was probably one of the coldest I've been on. Right. And this Pennsylvania trip was probably the 
either tied for that or the second coldest or maybe even beat it because the temperature the whole way was snowing you know from the morning we got up and left the hotel till we got there lance outland shout out to him oh yeah he got his jeep stuck he we're in a group text he is so sick and tired of these like jeep getting stuck dude can i tell you something funny (laughs) yeah yeah. i made sure i commented about the jeep getting stuck on everybody's videos no every single one i made a comment about so nice and i barely know lance i just thought it was hilarious so i just wanted to make comments about i'm a troll dude i don't even lie i'm a freaking troll i'm gonna tell him to listen to this yeah lance (laughs) we talked about getting together to hike please don't don't pull that out from me i'd love to get together with you sometime but that's freaking hilarious about the his, his jeep Man, he's a super nice guy. I love that guy. Everything I've seen about him, he just seems like a really genuine dude. He is. And the intro to his video for this Pennsylvania trip was sick. Oh my gosh. I dream of doing cinematic stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Really I'm gonna, job. I need some advice from him. Well, even like his thumbnails are always really good. Yes. His uh and and his logo. Yeah, that's he's, sick. He's got an awesome logo. I, I made a comment about that today on something, just how how much I appreciate his logo. So, anyways, back to the cold weather. Let's get let's get back to some cold weather. Okay. And by the way, don't let me forget. I'll send you one of his stickers home with you. Ooh. Yes. I got you. I, I got you, fam. Oh, my dude, truck. Now that you're saying that, hold up a second. <laughs> what? Time out. Time out. So, I get these sticker packs, and I got you three stickers that I had dual stickers of. What? Yeah, I got certified gear hoarder. <laughs> got. The trail is calling, and and this last one, I hike, therefore I am. Oh my gosh, so, I so love there you that, go, man. dude! I got you some new stickers for your oh sticker Oh my wall. gosh, yeah, I got you hooked up. If if you've only listened to the podcast and you never watched a video, I I decided to do like a little sticker board, dude. You think I should save these and stick them in the next video? You think I should do it now? I mean, dude, you know what? You do you. I will not judge one way or the other. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You can do one in each video so that I get a shout-out in each of your videos and you get me more subs. Hey, that's a good idea, man. That's just that's just me being totally selfish. I'm going to put them right here. There we go. And I'll tell you this. Also, um, I'll, just, I'll give you a sticker each week if it gets me in your videos. Dude, if you send me a sticker each week, I'll sing your praises. You sing my praises? <laughs> I'll I'm run down. out of places you're gonna to have, put You're going to get a new board. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite stickers, it. that North Country sticker yeah. from the Michigan Hammock King. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. And by the way, speaking of the wall, you know, I know the people listening can't see the wall. Yeah. But that's why they need to check out the videos from my shameless plug right now. Yeah. But Jeremiah Stringer Hikes on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it's Fawn the Aggies, maybe, or somebody else. I, I'm sorry if I'm misquoting who, who said it, but they told me to hide something in the background of my videos on the wall. And so I did, and nobody has seen it yet. And so Ooh. maybe you can find it in the next video. Don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. But they said hide some other things. So I may have some random channels stuck in there that uh, nobody has seen just yet. I see one. So I'll keep my mouth shut. I saw yeah, one. Yeah, don't, don't spoil it. I saw one. I did see one. So anyway, the winter backpacking. <laughs> Back to it. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> this is what's fun about a podcast, man. I can talk about anything I want, even though it's dumb, and I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you're very informative. So, well, thank you. You're very informative. Thank you. So the winter backpacking, the Pennsylvania, uh, we hiked in. Man, it was absolutely gorgeous. I've never got to hike into snow like that. And I would love to do like um, Miyagi, Miyagi on the trail, doing his like deep winter stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he did some really great stuff, and I'd love to do something like that. But I, at first, I thought he was kind of crazy for doing that. 
No, he is. He yeah. is. Like, I love Miyagi, dude. That dude is. He is a good. He's a good guy. But he's crazy. Yeah, it's the tough man. I mean, That's he's tough. and he he prides himself on being somewhat crazy. Yes, the FKTs. Yeah, if you talk to him about stuff, me. you talk to him about his trips, and he's like, if I'm not sore. Or fighting off frostbite, it's not worth going. I mean, that's kind of like, that seems mm-hmm. like that's kind of his thing. And dude is extreme. Well, let me mention this before I finish up with the the winter backpacking and talk about Zaleski. Because the Ohio weather smacked me right in the mouth, too. Oh, so. I can imagine. <laughs> so I, I made this Red River Gorge video with Miyagi and Hunter's Trip, who is a new YouTuber. But he's got the Instagram game going strong. Yeah, he does. So... Um, I was editing the video and there's one shot in there with Miyagi. He like, he squats down and he like, just gives like the, the rock out symbol, like the horns to the camera and then walks on. Dude, he squatted down. I saw his, uh, quads on the front of his legs. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude. He looks like an Olympic, Olympic weightlifter. Like his quads are insanely fit. Yeah, dude. He's yeah. crazy. Well, he's a cop. Yes. So it's like, I mean, that's part if, of his if, job. And he's a short cop. <laughs> So it's like it's like I get this because I'm short too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. He, I bet he's got that Napoleon complex a little bit, where it's like, oh, I may be short, but I'm gonna kick your tail if you mess with me. Mental strong, yeah. and physically and strong. physically strong. Yeah. Anyway, I love him. Love him. Miyagi. Anyway, proud of Kentucky. That's Thank right. you. So, um, yeah, the Pennsylvania. We had a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, man. Hiking out in that snow. It's just like. I think Jason's video, I just stopped, or he may not even put this in it, but I just stopped and closed my eyes and just took a moment, breathed in. It's just peaceful, and it's so quiet, too, with no all bugs. the snow. No bugs. No bugs. The sound's dampen. It's just you, your buddies, or maybe you by yourself. Anyway, I'll tell you a little bit about the Ohio weather, too. Yeah, well, I will say this to kind of add with what you're saying. Yeah. It can be creepy at night. Yeah, because silent. it's so silent and like, like I was when I was at the gorge. I mean, it wasn't cold and there wasn't snow, but the bugs were gone. Mm-hmm. You know, there were no bugs. So when the wind blew and every leaf that moved sounded like there was some animal nearby. Probably was man. Probably yeah, bears. It was probably like a giant grizzly bear in Kentucky because <laughs> we have those there. But uh, no, it's just like you hear every little noise, and so it it does kind of creep you out a little bit when you're. You're sleeping at night because you hear every single noise. Now, here's controversial. You use the earplugs? I do sometimes, but not when I, not when I solo camp. Really? No, not when I solo camp. I think the only reason I bring earplugs is for snores. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason I have earplugs because I don't like listening to other people snore. That's discriminatory, man. It is because I'm a snorer. It makes me a hypocrite. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But and I may be bringing like the ne- my next backpacking trip. The other guys that are coming, I might be bringing them some earplugs just because I care and I'm that kind of guy. That's nice. Maybe you they'll know? bring you a mobile CPAP machine. Is it C-, C? Yeah, that's what it is, right? I think so. But I mean, I don't. I don't like stop breathing or anything in my sleep. I mean, <laughs> I I mean come on, snore, man. man. That's just that's not just for snoring. That's for people that like stop breathing in their sleep. Oh, okay. That's sleep bad. apnea, man. My bad. That's what killed Reggie White. Really? Why are we talking about this? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. Ohio. Let's talk about Ohio. So Ohio. Um, We got out of the car there, and the Shill brothers were immediately recognized. I mean, somebody passed us, turned around, and drove back to the vehicles where we had parked. And there was only us there in the parking lot. Pulled up. 
real cool guy. I was headed off to go to the bathroom and do my business, so I didn't stick around. But he stopped there and talked to him for a few minutes. And then we were on the trail. They got recognized again. Weather was okay at the time. And then uh, everything all went downhill on the weather. But Jason come in clutch. I'll tell you why. He brought this Eno tarp. Yeah, I saw that in the video. Mm-hmm. And I carried it. And I was like, man, if I can use that, I'll definitely carry that. And uh, stuck it in my pack. I actually had to close the lid, the brain of the pack, over it because I had no room. Because here's what I learned about winter backpacking. I need a lot of clothes because I'm a big sissy, and I get cold super easy. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I'm serious. So I, I weighed 300 pounds, right? Yeah. And then I lost that weight. And, and you ever lost since, your insulation. I don't know. Yeah, I think so because I was I was just so overweight for so long that maybe my body was just acclimated to that. And now now that I've I've cut, you know, a lot of that weight, I'm just cold. Like even at work, I'll wear a jacket. Like that ghost whisper you mentioned? Yeah. Which let, let's talk about that. That ghost whisper I wear it at work a lot, and, you know, i got another buddy that does some backpacking, camping stuff. He's like, oh, you got the puffy on, man. You must be burning up. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm comfortable. Even indoors, regulated temperature. So the winter backpacking, I just straight up layer up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do base layer. And some people forget, I think, is the bottom, the bottom half of the body. Like, do you wear thermals yeah. under your pants? Yeah, I've, got, I've actually got some Under Armour. Uh, cold weather tights. What what number? Did you get the 3.0? I don't know. They were cold weather tights. I'll check those out. They're expensive. Well, the, I got them. Man, I got those back in like, I guess 2015. Because mm. I got those for Kilimanjaro. It's been a little while. Yeah. So, I mean, it. Um, I've got those and then I've got, you know, pants like what I'm wearing right now. And then I can put on like rain pants over top of that. Yeah. Which just keeps up the wind from, from bothering my legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually pretty good at that point if I've got those three things going on. I wonder how the wind pants would – I wonder if that would help me a whole lot because I really don't use them ever, like yeah. the rain pants. Yeah. But you're right. They'd stop the wind really well. Yeah, it's it's the drafts that get you. Yeah. It's always the drafts. It's never it's never anything else. I mean, like even uh, when we went to the Michigan ha- hammock hang, mm-hmm. it got down to like 40, I think, during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never wore a puffy the entire time. I just wore like a sweater with my uh, my raincoat over it. Man, I could do cold and sunny all day long, but the uh – the wet, oh, yeah, kills you, me, man. Now, did you guys have freezing rain? Is that what is that what happened to you guys? Yeah. Speaking of, that's a good segue. We set up that tarp, right? Yeah. And uh, that thing was so clutch. And Jason was just like, "Man, this is exactly what this tarp is made of or made for. It's a cheap Eno and uh, good like starter for a ten foot hammock or you know eleven right. foot if it's eleven foot tarp or whatever." But anyway. He put it real close to the fire, and he's like, man, if we burn this thing up, I don't care. It's cheap. I'll buy another one as long as we're dry. And it done exactly what we needed to do. We hung out under that thing, stayed warm. Um, Except for me, I had to sit outside it a little bit because I was the only loser without a chair. It makes me sad. I've been getting on you for for a while, man. Oh, dude. But it's just hard to break down and buy one. Jason, he he let me borrow um, one that's a little bit heavier than the – I'll probably the chair one. Yeah, what's what's the brand? Helinox. The Helinox. Yeah, You're probably the chair one because I've got the chair zero, which is the one pounder, and the chair one is like a two pounder, I think. Well, this one is not a Helinox. Okay, it's called uh, I don't know, hot chair or something. I can't remember. Yeah, but anyway, is it Gonex? <laughs> oh no! Is that what it is? <laughs> don't start on the Gonex. 
Is it Gonex? I don't even know, man. I don't know. This this Chinese company sent me the backpack, and I was like, yeah, I'll do the review for you. And then I, and I like, actually took it out with the uh, Shill Brothers, and it's just not the right size. It's an attractive backpack, though. It's black and red. It's, it's, it's an attractive backpack. It, it definitely has the color scheme I'm down with, so, well, so that was kind of cool. If you want to try it out, you I, be I'm my good, guest. Dude. I'm good. I actually just got a new backpack. We'll talk about that another time. All right. So, Man. Anyway, he, he gave me this uh, camp chair because I had to sit out from under the tarp a little bit. Whenever it would stop raining or it was barely like freezing rain, I would lean up against a tree. One of my favorite things is sitting up against a tree. You got full backrest. I like the chairs too. You're off the yeah, ground. You got a yeah. little backrest. But with a full backrest with the tree oh, supporting you, feel so good, and you're sitting yeah. on your sit pad. I doubled up on the sit pad because those other guys didn't need them. They actually had chairs. Yeah. And so... That was that was pretty comfortable until I started getting wet and had, <laughs> and it's like twelve degrees outside. Yeah, I thought I was thinking, man, I wonder if Andy would let me use his knees as backrest. That'd probably be pretty comfortable. I was and like, ah, that's not awkward at all. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why I didn't ask. That's, him. that's not even awkward at least, but <laughs> that's why I didn't ask him. And I'll hey, tell you Andy, what. hey Andy, hey cutie, can I can I lean up against your legs? <laughs> I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Andy was just like, "Oh, sure, Jeremiah, that would be great. I'll give you a shoulder massage." <laughs> oh, let me change it on you. <laughs> so, Bridget and I, um, we were in Nashville, and we were just walking down, and there was this like Mountain Outfitter store or something like that, and. We had just had breakfast, and we were just hanging out a little bit, you know, walking down a strip or whatever. And I saw this store, and I was like, let's run in there. And she's like, all right, yeah. And then I found a, a Helinox, even smaller chair. It's called a Mini. Have you Ooh, seen that? No. It weighs, uh, right, like, right at exactly one pound. But I thought the, the, the zero, zero was a pound. A it's pound. like 1.1, 1. 1, I think. Well, this was exactly one pound, like pack weight. Ooh. So if you're into that kind of thing, but here's the catch. It was $827. Well, I didn't even check the price because oh, yeah. I, I wasn't going to buy it. Yeah. But I did put it together, and then I almost sat in it. And right before I did, something crossed my mind. If I break this, I had to buy it. And this possibly could be made for children. So if I sit in it, and then the guy at the counter just looks at me and sees it fall and break, he's going to be like, man, this guy's such an idiot. This is, this is a chair for children. Why is he sitting in it? And then they'll be like, isn't he a YouTuber? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he making said. YouTube videos? I don't even <laughs> yeah. know how the chair works. Who's that loser? So I checked the weight limit on it. Guess how much? Like 185 pounds. Oh, you're really close. Really? I'll give you one more guess. 200. Oh, spot on, man. It's 198. Wow. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm 200 on a good day. Yeah, as I say, you're like seven foot three, man. There's no <laughs> way you're under 200 pounds. Uh, yeah, I think I'm like two, 215. So... I didn't chance it, man. If it was like a aluminum ladder or something, I would be like, ah, that rating's probably like a little bit, yeah. you know, down well, for safety. But well, the, the chair, the chair zero is like two sixty five. I think yeah. is the chair now zero. I can do that. And uh, I, I definitely creep closer to that area of the weight calendar. And uh, but I fit. I mean, never, I've never had a problem with mine. So they're really comfortable. I they remember. Are. I love I'm, mine. When I went backpacking with Dan, like Dan Becker and Jason Wish. And some other guys. Um, I tried out each of theirs, and that was the first time I ever sat in one. So so did Jason Wish just kind of, like, leave you? 
<laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I've met Jason, and we, we got a chance to hang out at the uh, the Sheltoe Trace uh, celebration event for Great all of guy. us that finished it this last year, and yeah. got to talk a little bit. And that dude is an athlete. I mean, he's not just like a backpacker. Dude is a freaking athlete, and he like, man, I'm. He goes, man, we ought to get together and backpack. And all I'm thinking is, man, I'm gonna have to get on a treadmill for like five hours a day, just Train to for two years. just to, just to be able to not be an hour behind him. He so the backpacking that we did. Uh, to be honest, we only hiked, and we had to not hike in. I think it was like three to five miles. That's not bad. Yeah, and then we had to hike back to the vehicle, and then we drove the vehicle instead of like hiking eight miles plus hiking where we were going to camp, which is like I don't know a few miles in. Right. We we're like, let's just drive closer because we're going to pass the vehicle literally pass the vehicles on the way let's just drive them closer and then it's only two or three miles to our campsite so we got a lot more time to just hang out and have fun it's more yeah. of a camping trip yeah this is a um, hoosier national forest i think is what it's called hoosier hoosier state forest hoosier hoosier. <laughs> i look at you <laughs> you're such a dad I, I don't know where that came from it's just like the moment know. you said it the first time, I was like, who's your mama it's not even funny. It's like it's not even funny. I gotta laugh at it. Uh, that's good. Somebody's so, gonna laugh at it. Anyway, he, I'm always last to get up for some reason. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's the truth, man. Seriously. Every time we've gone out, you've been the last person up. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's because you know I have a nine to five job, and so I get up every morning. I know some people are hating on me because I say I get up at seven, and then they're like, "I gotta get up at five thirty every day." Well, like, what are you talking about complaining? I get up at seven every day, so when I get the chance to sleep in, I do. I mean, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest for a second. There's something really awesome about sleeping outside. I don't know what it is. I think it's like um, just getting closer to nature. Yeah, like, I, it's honestly one of my favorite parts about going outdoors. Like my wife will even tell you if if I had a hammock stand in the backyard. At least one night a week, I'd be sleeping in my hammock because I just I, I love sleeping outside. What do you think about putting a hammock inside your living room? Because I have friends that do that. Like my kids would destroy that thing. That's true. I you, don't have you kids. Have, you don't have kids, but I I think your dog Golden Graham might like destroy your hammock. Yeah. I don't know that daggone dog. Man. I got I got Golden Graham hair all over me right now. I'm when sorry. I came to the house. That dog loves people. It's what he does that to everybody. That's a, a cool dog, man. <laughs> I, I like I like Golden Graham. We're, we're pals now. Well. I, I feel a little bit bad saying this, and maybe she's not listening, or maybe she is. But I have a friend, and uh, this completely different friend than what I just said about the hammock. This friend, the only time that she goes outside is like if she's on the beach or she's like going to shop or whatever, you know, or just tra- like traveling. Dude, my wife listens to this. You got to quit talking about it's not- it. <laughs> like, like, like she listens to my podcast. No man. offense. No Come offense. Come on, man. I love it's you, not babe. your wife. I love you, babe. Don't be mad at me. You're so cute. <laughs> well, she, I'm like, you realize, I don't know, I feel bad saying this because I feel like I'm hating, but you, you realize like. You are hating right I now. know. I might as well own up to it, you just, right? You're a hater. And just admit just, it. I'm just going to admit it. Own it. Own it. Yep. Own it. Look, if you never like go outside to actually do stuff and have fun, that's fine. But you also have to keep things in the perspective that. It wasn't always this way. Like this house that we're sitting in right now is such a privilege. And people haven't always lived this way. And so I, I always imagine those the type of people that they never go outside and do anything. I just imagine what if you were born 500 years ago? Like that would be a hard, hard life. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think there's something primal in getting well, back out and enjoying the outdoors. I also think, though, you don't miss what you never had. So, uh, so I, I don't think like I don't think if, if these people were born back then it would be as big of a deal because I mean you never had it to begin with so you can't miss air conditioning mm-hmm. if you never had it in the first place. I think that's why you can see little kids in Africa who are starving to death running around with grins on their faces and playing with a rock and thinking it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, because they've never had anything else. I, agree. I think I think it says a lot about who we are as people to begin with that we are so programmed to need stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we really are. Even backpacking, man. Like, if you look at pictures from, like, when the Appalachian Trail first started, some of the backpacks those people were carrying oh. and, like, gear. I mean, 60, 70 pounds was nothing back no. then. And and nowadays, it's like, if you don't have, like, a nine-pound pack weight, you don't have, like, <laughs> man, if you can't get your base weight down to, like, 8.7 pounds, <laughs> boy, you ain't backpacking. You're just a lazy piece of garbage. You don't know? email me. At, that's his comments? Don't but email no, but me. Seriously, I, mean, I know. Right? I'm you know, just it's kidding. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's amazing how many of us get caught up in that stuff, but it's I just, know. like, we're so spoiled. Like, I've got a zero-degree sleeping bag. Zero-degree. Yeah. And the thing bag. puffs up like two and a half, three inches thick. Mm-hmm. It weighs less than two pounds. That's ridiculous. What the? Seriously, I mean, it's like when you think about that, where technology is and, and backpacking gear. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's so cool talking about this cold weather stuff, because it's like you look at, at gear that you can get to protect you against that. I know, like, I've got a an Arcteryx sweatshirt that I bought recently. It was on clearance on REI, and it's normally like this... $200 sweatshirt, which I'm still just thinking $200 for a sweatshirt blows my uh, mind. Yeah. And I got it for like 75 bucks or something, which still 75 bucks is a lot of money that's a to score, me. man. That's, that's a lot to me. But man, that thing, you put that under, like on top of a, like you put that as your mid layer, mm-hmm. like get your base layer, then that thing, you put a puffy over that and dude, you are warm. I mean, that thing is, un- it's thin, it's super thin, but the technology and the fabric is just like mind boggling. Yeah, that's a great brand too. Yeah, and I was going to tell you, speaking of mid layers, because you mentioned the, um, I know we completely went off the rail there, but you mentioned the uh, the Ghost Whisperer that I yeah. bought, and I know that you were looking at the synthetic one, and I was like, I really, I think I really want the down one, and I'm not going to get it wet, blah blah blah, and so I bought that, and I was like, why is this thing not super warm? I gave a lot of money for this. Yeah. And and then I don't remember who I was talking to. I talked to a few different people about it because they ask, you know, people are interested in buying that. It's a really, really light jacket. And so I was talking to somebody, and they're like, yeah, but what you're thinking is not what that's designed for. And I think Chad at UGQ, I talked to him about it too, just like, um, you know, off the record with him. Which is now on the record, I guess. But he's like, tell me. <laughs> I know. If you're talking to Chad, it probably went off the rails, too. Yeah. Chad's did. a funny dude, man. <laughs> yes. He's a funny guy. So he was like, yeah, but you got to remember that it's designed as kind of like a, a mid-season. And also Miyagi was telling me this, too. I remember now. It's like a mid or like a three-season jacket. It's not right. like a, it's supposed to be your outer layer for zero-degree weather. It's not right. what it's designed for. And it's not super, super stuffed. Because they wanted to make a really light jacket. So right. if they had to put twice as much down in there, it would have been a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. And so I also think it's a marketing thing. Um, like if you can say you have the lightest puffy or whatever, right? then that, that's a good marketing tool. So Mountain well, Hardware can sponsor me. I'm sorry. I'm not, um, I'm not downing your jacket. Did you hear that, Mountain Hardware? 
Hit me up. Sponsor this guy. Hit me up. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, I've been saving back some money because of this winter trip I'm taking. Um, because if if it gets as cold as it can be where I'm going, mm-hmm. um, I'm planning on buying another jacket that's what strictly for, like, really cold weather. You're going to do the Arc'teryx? Uh, I don't know if I got enough money for an Arc'teryx, but I, I, I'm looking at, like, a Mountain Hardware or even maybe a Patagonia, but, like, a really thick, heavier yeah. winter coat. Um, I looked at that thing that, that Jason Wall has. That Dude, big. Those are expensive. That's like a $450. I don't know what you call that thing. It it's looks like, like a parka kind of. It looks like something they wore in The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, big green. It's like this green, like. It's <laughs> like made an out army of, blanket. It's made out of goat fur and, and alpaca underarm hair or something. I don't know. It's like this like <laughs> weird. Hair. I don't I know, man. That. Like, it's just all this stuff <laughs> it's made out of. And, but man, he. That thing looks warm, and he's he's told me he's like it's the best jacket he owns for cold weather. It's really heavy, but it's also like very versatile. And every time, so they call him little known fact. I think he's okay with me sharing this. Share it with me. They call him the faucet. So if you don't know, he does a little or did a little bit of like mixed martial arts, oh yeah, jujitsu, yeah. some rolling, that kind of stuff. And um, he said whenever he trains and, and that kind of thing, they call him the faucet because he sweats so much. Ah, gotcha. He, Bridget and I were watching his video, or we were watching the Shields one. I can't remember. We were sitting there watching it last night of that trip that we took to um, Zaleski for the winter trip. And Bridget's like, what is that white thing hanging off Jason's backpack? I was like, Bridget, that's a towel. She's like, why, why does he have a towel hanging there? And uh, I was like, because he's the faucet, Bridget. He just sweats nonstop. So whenever he's wearing that green, like, army whatever that's made out of, the alpaca armpit hair. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. You can see he'll take it off, and he'll just have steam coming off of him in, in that cold weather. Oh, yeah. Because we went to um, the Ohio meetup. We crashed it, even though we're Kentucky guys. And he wore it there, too. And we got about halfway there, and it's only a mile or two to the campsite we were at. And I was like, you want to stop and take that off? And he's like, yeah, he took it off. Just steam everywhere. He, he said, he told me that thing is the warmest thing he owns. It's, it looks he really said, warm. He said it is the warmest. It keeps him so warm in cold weather. And he said it's really comfortable. Like, it just feels good when he wears it. I, you know, we talked about, like, the, the whole primal aspect. And people used to have to, um, like, you talked about backpackers, had to carry a lot more weight. Yeah. Well, even before technology advanced that much. You know, if you if you killed like a grizzly bear or whatever like cold in weather Kentucky. animal, not not in Kentucky, <laughs> grizzly bear in Kentucky. in Kentucky. Although Jason did have bear meat, black bear meat. Oh man, was, black bear's great. I've been eating that since I was a kid. I got family in Virginia. Every yeah. summer we'd have black bear. We got a season so here good, now. Man. Yeah, because they're so overpopulated in Kentucky. Yeah, but anyway, um, people would have to kill, you know, uh, whatever, and use that. To keep them warm in the winter. Right, How crazy right. is that? Yeah. And now we can just go buy it. You're going to buy the Arc'teryx or yeah, the Patagucci? Buy a grizzly bear skin. <laughs> from Kentucky. From Kentucky. <laughs> I would die, man. I probably have to move. Yeah. You, But in all seriousness, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a jacket that's like really heavy, that's uh, a higher down, like a nine, like a 900 or a 950 down that's lighter, mm-hmm. but um, insulates a little bit better. Uh, something that's, I mean, it's going to be heavy, but... If the weather's as cold as if it gets down in single digits, I'm not wearing a my ghost shadow jacket, you know. I mean, no, that's, that's or even enough. my Patagonia jacket. It's just not. It's not going to handle it. It's going to be me, way too cold. Take me through your layering system. What specifically do you layer with upper body and lower body when it okay. gets that cold? Upper and, body. Wait, hold on. Yeah. While you're hiking 
and it's cold. And when I say cold, I'm talking like freezing or below right, right. 40. So, and then take me through what you wear at camp too. Okay. Obviously, when you're at camp, you're going to wear more clothes because you're not moving. So your body's got to stay warm. But sure, sure. Um, I usually still have a, like a, a sweat wicking t-shirt. Okay. I always wear one, regardless if it's summer or winter. And then I've got a shirt that I found it at Marshall's for like five bucks. Yeah. And it's called Base Layer. <laughs> that's, that's actually the name of the shirt. Perfect. It's this black, literally base layer, like long sleeve shirt. I'll put that on. And then if it's going to be really cold, I'll wear that Arcteryx sweatshirt and then usually a puffy over that. What um, puffy? I usually do the uh, – it's my Patagonia. Uh, what's it called? My, my Patagonia. We'll just go with that because I'm, I'm blanking right now what it's called. They make good stuff, man. But uh, A little bit expensive, but good stuff. I wish I'd have gotten a hooded one. That's the only thing I wish is I'd gotten a hooded one. But uh, yeah. it's not hooded. So, um, But I'll wear that. Um, if it's really cold, um, I have a, a Nike balaclava. That I got when I did Kilimanjaro. That's basically a ninja mask. What's it made of? Uh, Just synthetic. Yeah, synthetic stuff, and it's it's warm. I mean, you don't wear that unless it's really cold. Yeah. Otherwise, your hair is going to be like matted and soaking wet, and you're probably going to get hypothermia in your sleep because you're not going to dry up from that. You know, sweating so much. So, um, but if it's it's really cold, I'll wear that. Um, And then when I get to camp, uh, if it's really windy, I'll wear what I'm wearing and just throw a. Throw like a raincoat over top of it just because the raincoat keeps all the wind out. Um, but if I start hiking, and I'll start off with the, the, the puffy on, but usually I get half a mile, three-quarters of a mile in, the body starts warm enough, I take the puffy off. If I don't take it off, I'm just like Jason, dude. I am Fox. soaking wet. Yeah, they say be bold, start cold, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that we went out to uh, to Big South Fork. Mm-hmm. That's from the yeah. Ohio guys. One of them, one of them said that, and I was like, I'll steal that. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, but I, I always, if I'm first starting out and it's like really cold in the morning, mm-hmm. I'll usually start with the puffy on, but I, I know it's coming off. Right. And Real so I just, same. I just plan, you know, I get the half mile, three quarters of a mile up. I'm going to take it off because at that point, the body heats up enough. I don't need it. Even though it might still be a little cold when I take it off, mm-hmm. I, I don't keep it on because, like I said, I don't want to freeze. I don't want. I don't want to freeze later because I try to stay warm earlier. Um, I let the body movement heat the body as opposed to the clothing. It's easy to stay warm while you're moving, pretty much. Yeah, and honestly, when I'm hiking, I don't wear anything under my pants typically. Like as far as like you don't do the thermals or anything like or... that. Not not for not like as far as extra pants. Oh, okay. like layers of pants. I'll yeah, yeah. obviously gonna wear underwear, but. Yeah. uh I'm like, why did I even need to say that? No, um, man, that's not obvious. Some people don't. That's true. I know. I will true. leave them unnamed. Now, I will say, in the summer, mm-hmm. I have running shorts that have a liner in them, and that's all I wear. No chafing. N- no, man. You got, you got. I got my Gold Bond uh, chafe relief, man. I, I rub that stuff on my legs in the morning when I start. <laughs> I'm golden, bro. <laughs> Were you the person that told me that you wouldn't use the anti-monkey butt because of the smell? No. Somebody no. told me it's got like a smell to it. And it does have kind of a smell to it. Not yeah. a bad smell. It's like a Have you smelled a backpacker? I know. Dude. I mean, does it really matter at that point? Like That's true. I, I'm I'm one of these, I'm a firm believer that it doesn't matter if it smells good or bad. It's all gonna <laughs> smell bad at the end of the day. Especially in the summer. I mean, in Kentucky it gets into the nineties like yeah. all the time. Hundred percent humidity. And that doesn't stop any of us from going out. Nope. And so uh I mean, I've I've come back just from one day of hiking. My wife just looks at me. She goes, "Go take a shower. You Dude, smell awful." Did I tell you about? Um, I want to tell you about two things actually. First, I'll tell you about caveman. So, caveman is somebody 
that um, I finished my through hike one of the the brunch club. Somebody I finished my through hike with on the long trail over last summer. And he hiked the Appalachian Trail the year before, through hiked it. And he said whenever he got home, he wore pretty much the same clothes the entire trip for five, six months. I believe it. And he said when he got home, he washed them, I don't know how many times, could not get the stink out. He said he just went to the backyard, threw some lighter fluid on it, burned them like a sacrifice to the hiking gods. You met the Flash, right? I met the Flash. You yeah. met Brian Carpenter, the He's Flash. He's in my latest video. You'll yes. have to check that out. Yes. So Brian and I went to college together, uh-huh. right? We've been friends for years. He did the Appalachian Trail, and he wore this one shirt the entire hike. Mm-hmm. And we started the Shell Toy Trace, and I kid you not, 10 minutes in that hike, he smelled like a sewer. Oh. Like, that shirt smelled terrible, Same man. shirt? Same shirt. Like, he kept it. And I asked him, I said, dude, that shirt stinks. He goes, yeah. He goes, you can't get the smell out after a while. And he just kept it, man. And he wore that thing. I don't know if, I think towards the end he was wearing something different. But he wore that green, nasty-smelling, gross shirt for a while. And on uh, one end, it's gross. It smells bad. But on the other end, I'm like, dude, that thing was on the Appalachian Trail. That's trail patina. That, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it, It's like at one point I'm, I'm like I'm a little irritated that it stinks so bad, but on the other end I'm going, dude, that shirt hiked over 2,000 miles. you kind of you got to kind of be proud yeah, of it. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I it's respect like, that. Yeah, I, can, I can get past it a little bit because, yeah. I mean. Still stinks. It, but here's the thing. By the end of two days, we both smelled like that. Yeah. And he just got there earlier than I did. You know what's really weird about smell is – you don't actually smell. You smell, I mean, you smell obviously, but you don't really smell the stinky stuff. You smell a change between your current state and something that stinks more. Like, for instance, if I farted right now, it stink for a few minutes. And then you would be desensitized to it. And then my wife comes in here. She'd be like, man, you all stink. You know, even after like yeah, five minutes, it's yeah. the same way on the trail. Like you get stinky, then you don't even smell each other after a while. And when you're cold and you do that, you're wearing so many layers, nobody smells it. That's because, right. Because it's all staying in your pants. Oh, man. I've never washed my puffy. And I used, my, I used it as a pillow like every night on my through hike. Yeah. Because I didn't want to carry the weight of an extra pillow. Yeah. And oh, it still smells so bad. Sometimes I'll wear it to work and I'll smell it while I'm putting it on. I'm like, I guess I'm hiker trash today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to run into my boss. So, so my uh, my pillow that I used on the Shell Toey was one of the um, oh the Trekology pillows. You yeah, know the, the one that everybody has. Yeah. And uh, so I had the Trekology pillow, and I got towards the end of that hike, and I remember I, I had taken a month or two off of the trail. I was doing sec like three and four day section hikes. Yeah. is what I was doing. So I'd I'd be gone through four days at a time and and hit you know forty fifty miles in a section, and. Uh, but I, I remember getting that pillow out after not going out for a couple months and almost throwing up from the smell because oh, it smelled bad. awful. I mean, it was it was the worst smell ever. And I was just getting ready to do a video about this pillow and how great it was. And I just pulled it out and put it up against my head, and I was about to throw up, and I had to pretend in the video oh. that this thing was like the most comfortable thing in the world. And the whole time I just – It is comfortable. I wanted to gag, dude. That thing smelled – Terrible. It's comfortable, but not when stinky. Oh, which no. leads me to my next point. I want to tell you about the second thing. Yeah, I remember now. Birdie, who was another member of the brunch club from the Long Trail, did I tell you about his dad picking us up 
No. Okay. Well, I'm sorry if you've already heard this, audience members. Um, Birdie's dad picked us up from the long trail. Oh, but he couldn't and, handle that smell. Oh, I felt so bad for him. And he had to drive us. It wasn't like it was just like a five-minute drive. Like, he drove us for a good four or four and a half hours. And I remember on the way... I knew we smelled so bad. I even felt bad when I would go in to buy stuff to resupply because sometimes we would do laundry but not take a shower. Oh, yeah. And then you'd resupply and you'd just hop back on a trail. So there were times where I went 10 days at a time without a shower. Yeah. And so I remember we finished and we we hiked and his dad picked us up and then we left and we stopped once or twice on the way. And we stopped at a gas station. He, he rolled his window down. He, like, had it rolled halfway down the entire way. And it was cold. It was a little bit cold, especially driving on the highway. And I was like, man, will you roll it up just a little bit? And he's like, no, dude, you all smell awful. And I was like, I, I know, man. And then I remember I went in to this gas station, and I tried to stay away from people. And uh, you got to kind of embrace it. And I bought a half gallon of ice cream for us to just pass around in the car to eat on Yeah, There was four of us. And... We ate that on the way, and I'll never forget. We got back. I'm sorry, Bertie, uh, Bertie's mom. We walked into the house, and they have this little sunroom next to the garage. And then they opened the door, and his mom was standing there. And I was spending the night with him, and he was going to drop me off at the um, the airport the next morning for me to fly home. I was like, yeah. oh, I can I can finally take a shower, and I can head home. Yeah, My long, my long trail through hike's over. And his mom wouldn't let me in the house. She was like, like, she approached us, and she let Birdie in, and she, like, was gagging. And I was like, oh, my God. I know I smell so awful. And then she was like, you need to wait right here. And she wouldn't let me in past the sunroom, like, into the kitchen. And so while Birdie took a shower, I literally just had to stand there and wait. Because she didn't want done. you to come in until you were going to the shower. Exactly. And yeah. she said, do you want to do your laundry? Because I was going to have to fly home, and I was going to have to bring that backpack and all that clothes and yeah. stuff on the airplane. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, if I could. And then she was like, all right, get all your laundry together. And I got it together, and I was like, all right, I got my clothes together. You want to grab them? She was like, nope, follow me. And she had me to pick up all the clothes and follow her to the basement to do the laundry. Man, I finally got that shower, and uh, she gave me some of Birdie's clothes. And the next day I put on clean clothes and flew back, and I felt really, really bad because the only thing I couldn't wash was my shoes. And you can't imagine how awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just threw the inserts away. So, funny story. Um, we were supposed to be talking about winter backpacking, but somehow we got all this. <laughs> we're stinky. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> my first experience with uh, a thru-hiker yeah. was on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I went to McAfee Knob, and me and a buddy wanted to hike up there because we'd seen pictures of it, and we wanted it's to a see great it. One. and uh, so we hiked up there, and there's this dude up there who was a through hiker, and man, this this guy was definitely not ultra light. I mean, his back he probably had like a 90 liter backpack. I mean, looking back, that thing was massive. That thing was bigger than him. And uh, I remember it was a skinny guy. It was real short, like shorter than me, like probably five <laughs> five, super skinny. And uh, we were we were walking back to our. Our car it was my truck, my white yeah. truck, and uh, we were gonna head back, you know, to the to our campsite. We were staying that night because we we had driven down the day before and went to uh, to a waterfall, and then we came out to see McAfee Knob. And this guy comes walking across the street, and my buddy Tim says, "Hey, we ought to see if he needs a ride somewhere." So he looks like he's getting ready to hitch. Yeah. 
I was like, okay. So we, we talked to him and he's like, sure enough. He goes, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, he goes, I just need to get to the post office. I've got a, a drop going there and I just need a ride. And so we're like, okay. And so he hands me his backpack. Oh, that sounds brother. Disgusting. I'm going to tell you right now, it, he smelled bad, but that backpack was wretched. I bet the sweat, a heavy oh, backpack like that. And it was heavy. I mean, I remember that was the first time I ever thought, I don't want a backpack. <laughs> Because I was just like, I hadn't done it. So I was just like, yeah. I, I'd hiked a lot. You know, I'd done a lot of hiking. This was like 2016, I think. And and I'd done a ton of hiking. I yeah. mean, I'd just, done, I'd just done Kilimanjaro a few months before that. And I remember seeing this guy with this huge backpack and thinking to myself, this is, that's got to be the most suckiest, awful experience in the whole world. Yeah. I'll bet you that backpack weighed 60 pounds. Oh, my gosh. That thing was heavy. So I threw it in the back of the truck. Then he gets in the truck with us. And, man, that smell. That was the first time. That was my first experience with a thru-hiker. And I remember thinking to myself, man, that poor guy needs a shower. I wish I had a house. I could give him a place to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. That boy stinks. That's full hiker trash, man. It was. And he was the nicest guy. You know, he was the oh, nicest guy. And we made no comments, obviously. Yeah. And we both pretended like we didn't smell a thing because we didn't want to embarrass him. We didn't want to make him feel bad. He knew. Yeah. Well, if he was there. He knew. But he I, knew. but we were, we were very good about not, like, going, you know, not making those faces yeah. or – like trying to rub our noses because you, your nose gets itchy sometimes when it's that bad of a smell, you know. And, and so we didn't do any of that, and, and he left. And I just went, buddy Tim, and I go, dude, that dude stinks. Have he you goes, <laughs> in my car, I'm not kidding you, it took two days to get that smell out of my car. Oh, I can't imagine. And it's it was, an awful smell. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, it just is what it is. It's 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 half sweat, half butt. Yep. Yep. I it's mean, just it really stinky. is. It's just it's gross. No. But I mean, when but when you're in it, like you but, said, yeah, you don't you don't, you don't notice smell, it. No. It's not until you go to get on that pillow a few months later and you're like, this pillow is the most disgusting thing I own. It doesn't take long to, to build up that stink. No, it doesn't. I, I remember um, on the Foothills Trail, we was doing that through hike, and it was only like 70 or 80 miles. And whenever, like Bridget and I tented together, we took a three-person tent and shared the weight. And when we would unzip our sleeping bags in the morning, like we would smell each other's stink just from unzipping it. And I guess you were asleep all night. You get up the next morning. I'm like, man, we smell awful. It's only been like three or four days. Yeah. But I was going to ask you about this. Um, have you seen Dixie's video talking about hitchhiking? Yeah. How many Wonderlust? She was talking about um, helping the people out. Like if you're hitching, giving them an out and be just being like straight up. Hey, I'm so sorry. I did this whenever we hitched on the long trail. I'm so sorry. I know that we smell awful. Like... We're just straight up stinky. If you want to crack the window, man, I don't take offense at all. Because then you're giving them an out. Yeah. Like you're being a nice guy. Well, there's something to be said when you're being polite as a backpacker. Yeah, yeah. So, well, hey, you know what? We've been at this for almost an hour. Can you believe that? Hot stuff. I'll tell you. Hot it's stuff, crazy dude. stuff. It's crazy stuff. But we're going we're gonna to record another episode here in a minute. Sure. And we're just going to keep this going. But for right now, for this episode, cut it. we're going to cut this right here. And we're going to come back next week. I think we're going to do two and two two weeks here in a row we have to yes we have to with this. people want it people want it and you know what else people want to check out jk is hiking on youtube on youtube on youtube that's right and possibly instagram oh we definitely check out jk is hiking on instagram yes definitely check that out follow my boy and 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 jeremiah stringer hikes look at that unrehearsed everybody loves jeremiah stringer hikes <laughs> Three thousand subs jeremiah stringer hikes oh my gosh my ego is getting larger by big the moment. time your head is massive i know <laughs> well, but this, thanks, dude. <laughs> well, this is the backpacking podcast. 
We're so glad you guys decided to tune in and listen to us. And for those of you that are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. We are so glad that you guys have uh, taken some time out of your day to listen to us talk about absolutely nothing. I know. (laughs) So until the next episode, we'll catch you later. Adios. Adios.